Okay, I got okay. Yeah, perfect. Well, this is the first video of Bon Jovi discussions. Uh, today I have uh, Ben, is it Ryan, Ryan Shirt? <laughs> yeah, right here. Right? Yeah, I got yeah. it right. Um, do I have your permission to record this and put it on YouTube? Yeah, you have my permission. Totally okay. Perfect. So, Ben, where are you from? I'm from Germany. Germany? What part of Germany? Mm, south of Germany, near Stuttgart. Okay. If, uh, sh show them the Richie Sambora guitar behind you. Yeah, wait, wait. <laughs> Yeah. There it is. Yeah, that is cool. Play a play a quick tune. <laughs> I thought you were asking this. You can see it, right? I have to see now it gets a little more better. Acoustic, or do you play any electric? Uh, it was acoustic now. Acoustic? When I played electric uh, via the, the pickup, it, the sound is pretty much is pretty much better. Oh wow! See, I've always wanted to um, learn to play guitar, and I took a guitar class when I was in high school, and we played on those. What do they What do they call those? The uh, the nylon string? Is that what they call it? Yeah, like, like the not not like the real uh, string, but that's the string we had to play on. And I learned to play um, "Blaze of Glory" and well, just the intros to "Blaze of Glory" and "I'll Be There for You." So I guess those are pretty simple to play. But other than that, I, I sucked at playing guitar. <laughs> I gave it up. But I've always wanted to uh, get back into the hobby of it. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how long have you been a Bon Jovi fan? How long? Um, I started with uh, in the 2000s with Crush. Yeah. You, uh, too. Was, you too. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was my first. Yeah, with with releasing uh, "It's My Life," this was my first touch point with Bon Jovi. Let's call it like this. Let me just put the guitar back. Okay. Yeah, this was my, um, yeah, with It's My Life and all of the Crush uh, album, I, I got in touch with uh, with Bon Jovi and the guys. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I, I became a fan in June 2000, right before uh, Crush came out. And okay. I, I saw them on um, VH1, VH1 did music videos, and the It's My Life video came on. And I thought the stunt guy was pretty cool. Like that catches any kids. That, I was eight years old, and that caught like my attention. And then I was like, "Oh, John and Richie and Tico are cool because they were like, well, Richie, I think Richie and Tico were wearing sunglasses and stuff like that." And so I begged my dad to buy me the Crush album, and then I fell in love with that album. And then I bought like the previous albums, and that's that's where it all started. Cool. So it'll, 
it'll be 20 years for both of us this year of being fans. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So then you were, your first concert was at the Crash Tour? Uh, technically, yeah. Uh, the One Wild Night Tour, which was like a continuation of the Crush Tour. So I, I saw them in, first concert was in Hershey Stadium uh, here in Pennsylvania. And it was towards the end of the, the tour. And I, I sat far back on the floor of the, the stadium, which was okay. My, I remember when they came out, my dad put me on his shoulders and the band came out yeah. and it was so cool because they came out like a, I think it was like an elevator or something. And like all five of them, it was John Ritchie, David, Tico and Hugh, and they all stood there. And then they started, I think the first song was one wild night. And I could not believe I was seeing them because I was a fan for a whole year at that point. I had all the albums and okay. I knew all the songs by heart and stuff. So yeah. yeah. It was, and I was like, I don't know why, but when I was eight years old, like my favorite song, was um silent night i i from the 7800 wow. album and like i was like crossing my fingers for them to play that and now yeah. that i look back on that those chances are, are very slim of that song <laughs> being played live so yeah. but what, what was your first concert my first concert was uh the bounce tour oh i love that tour 2003 i guess yeah how was how was seeing the bounce tour over there? Yeah, I was. Um, the concert was an open air concert, and um, yeah, it was. Yeah, three years after my first, after becoming a fan. That, that's called yeah. it. Like, and uh, my parents um, made a, a, a present for me uh, for for Christmas. I got the ticket for Christmas for my parents. Um, then I went with, with a friend of mine there, and yeah, it was the first really big live concert for me. So it was kind of a very special, special concert for me. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, you can tell me too. You know, how exciting was it to see them for the very first time? You know, because you, you know, we, you know, as a kid, I was. How old are you? Uh, I'm 33. You would have been 13 at the time. So, you know, as a kid and stuff, you see these guys on TV and magazines and your albums and stuff like that. And it's kind of like surreal to see them live for the very first time. You know, that yeah. was a, that was a huge adrenaline rush for me when I was a, I was nine at the time when I saw them. So. Oh, wow. OK. Yeah. You're younger than me. <laughs> What's that? So you are pretty much younger than me. I am, I'm 27. I'll be 28 here in a couple months. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, I know we wanted to talk about uh, Richie. Uh, yeah. You can give me your, your take first. We, I mean, we have loads of topics to talk about, but yeah, we should have cut it short like this. Um, yeah. Richie's exit. Um, I mean... Let's start with that. Um, I like very much the the beginning years of Bon Jovi. Like from the 80s, Bon Jovi? The 80s, yeah, exactly. That for me, um, Slippery is uh, for me the, the best band or the best album I like pretty much. I mean, the other uh, the other albums are, are awesome too, but this is 
my favorite one. Yeah. So, so uh, which one's your favorite one again? Slippery. Slippery. Okay, that's what I thought you said. I'm just making sure. Yeah, Slippery is a good album. Um, yeah, that's obviously the album that started that made them big. But anyway, as you were saying. Yeah, um, and I mean, uh, in in this time of of the band history, Richie, um, Richie made a lot of work in the songwriting process, doing backing vocals and all the stuff. And this was for me the the core thing, one of the the core points that um, were special for Bon Jovi. I mean, the the combination of John's voice. The voice with uh, Richie's one. Um, this was for me the perfect match always. And so when when in I guess it was 2013 when he left. Um, yeah, for me it was like like a shock uh, because there is so much lost. Not even the. Uh, the guitar playing riffs and solos and all the stuff. I mean, all the, the stuff behind Richie did, uh, like backing vocals, because I think he's, uh, he's, a, he's a great singer too. I mean, just look at his solo records. Oh, yeah. I love, I love his solo records. Um, yeah. My favorite solo record is actually the, the newest one with Orianti, which, I, which came out yeah. like two years ago, the RSL, Radio Free America. Yeah, that's my favorite one. What's yours? Okay, no, I'm. I didn't like the the, the collaboration with with Orianti. Okay. Uh, uh, I, for me, it's undiscovered soul. His favorite album, Fritchie's ones. Which one? Uh, undiscovered soul. I like undiscovered soul. That was his second one. Yeah. I, I think he gets better by because I like Stranger in this town. It was okay. Yeah, but Undiscovered Soul was better, and then obviously Aftermath of the Lowdown was a lot better, and then yeah. RSL was even better for me. So it seems like each one is always better than the last, which is which is a good thing. And uh, I'm looking forward to this new one. I think they're um, oh, what's his name? They're producing it with Bob Rock, who's produced previous Bon Jovi albums and stuff. So really, I, I didn't know the name of the producer. Yeah, I think it's Bob Rock producing it. And so, um, looking forward to the new one. You know, Richie seems, um, you know, I get, well, we'll get to that. So, uh, continue on with your with your thoughts. And Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, uh, I experienced uh, Bon Jovi with both, with Richie and with now with Phil. So, and Phil X does a really good job. I, mm-hmm. I love as, a, as I am a guitar player, and um, he does a very good job. And in, in this um, time, he had to to learn the songs or to 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 step in into the band. Um, he did a very great job, but uh, you can't replace a guy like Richie. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And, I don't, and I don't think that was Phil's goal ever was to ever replace. Um, you know, obviously in 2011, 2013. His job was just to fill in, and and Phil knew that, and I don't think Phil was ever trying to replace Richie because at at both those tours, 2011 tour and the 13 tour, you know, the idea was that Richie may be coming back. Um, yeah. And definitely in 2011, that 
he was going to come back in 2013 was out in the, in the air. Um, but I don't think Phil's intention was to ever replace Richie. And a lot of people think that, you know, you see a lot of tweets saying, you know, you can never replace Richie and blah, blah, blah. He's not doing that. He's just, he's, he's the guitarist now. He's, you know, how many other bands are out there that don't have one of their original members that are, you know, doing the part and then, but moving forward, they're making their own craft into the band. Like I'm excited for this new album, 2020. Mm-hmm. because I'm excited to see because Phil has had more input and more guitar work on this album uh, even more than This House Is Not For Sale because John Shanks kind of did a little more guitar work on the on that album but on the 2020 album I'm looking forward to what Phil has to offer you know but but if, if you look at him live well I guess we'll get to the, we'll, get, we'll get to this uh, keep going <laughs> I could go on and on yeah yeah that's right me too um, yeah, a- anyway, uh, I think it's, it's, uh, the, uh, how the guys are doing now, it's, it's really great. And, uh, I like pretty much uh, the new albums where, uh, this house is not for sale and, and now the, the new single limitless and 2020, which is coming up. So, um, yeah, let's see where the journey goes, but, um, definitely, I mean, they, they had to, to, to develop in a, in a new way or, or change in a new way like uh, kind of the of the style of the songs and everything and uh, yeah therefore now Bon Jovi has more members than in the early 80s so yeah. um, but this is part of the of the time of the development um, yeah, the progression of the band you know, it, it, the thing is, it's a, it's a new chapter for the band. You know, it, you know, it's not slippery and wet anymore. It's not New Jersey. It's not keep the faith and and so on. You know, it's it's a new. It's 2020, and so you know things are obviously different. And I still think the band is great. You know, I loved Unbroken and I loved Limitless. You know, there was a lot of negativity regarding um, Limitless, and I thought it was great. I think that there should have been maybe more of a guitar solo in the song but other than that i thought it was great the lyrics the you know a lot of people thought that the lyrics were were too simple in the song i didn't think it was you know if 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 you look at it it's actually deeper lyrics than you think it is like you know he's at you know when john was writing that song i think he wanted to paint a picture of you know scrub your face and brush your teeth because we do that every Mm -hmm. single day we're doing the same thing every single day or you know, finding your shoe or you'll grab your shoes, but you can't find your feet, you know, which means you don't want to get dressed and go out for the day. I even feel like that some days. There's days where, you know, obviously I find my shoes, but I don't want to put them on and go to work and blah, blah, blah. And that's what the, the song is about is, you know, yeah, doing that's... things and taking risks and chances and, and all that. So, so I hate all the negativity that's with that song i think it's a great song and i'm looking forward to the the rest of the album it it totally is it totally is a great song and uh, i mean you you talked already about uh, the 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 critic and the uh, people gave in social media channels and all the stuff um by missing a solo or something like that or, or the simplicity but um i mean a song doesn't have to be uh pretty much complicated to play or stuff like this or have cool um, 
uh, riffs and solely in it. Um, uh, I think the most important thing is the message of the song. That right. It has a good uh, message. Bring out and I mean, look at look at the great um, at the great songs, uh, the successful songs of, of other bands. I mean, just just for example, uh, "Born in the USA" by Bruce Springsteen. Mm -hmm. it's a, the song with uh, three accords on the guitar. So yeah. it's so simple, but the meaning is is so big. And yeah, yeah and I'd rather have an album with a lot of meaning and and stuff like that. You know, like with this album. You know, John says it's a socially conscious album and not like an album like Slippery When Wet. You know, and you can't expect John to write songs like You Give Love a Bad Name and Bad Medicine and you know all no. those things because that's not. It, it, it's weird those songs coming from a 55 year old or 58 year old, 59, however old he is, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's good that, that he's writing songs that, are, that have meaning and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, people just are stuck in one, one time, like, you know, stuck on the Slippery album and, and don't want to progress with the band. So. Yeah, that's, if that's exactly the point. That's exactly the point. What when I read uh, uh, the the comments uh, the the people post under uh, for example the new single or stuff, then this is exactly the point because they think um, I mean you can say Bon Jovi now is is not Bon Jovi in the 80s that no. you, you can compare it that's uh, the the normal progress of of each human of each band of of everything. Yeah, and I I said that. At you know, a month ago when Limitless was, was released, you know, I said, you know, it's not 1986 anymore, it's 2020 and, you know, blah, blah, right. blah. Exactly. And, you know, and I respect everyone's opinions and stuff, but, you know, when you constantly put out hate regarding the new, you know, just don't listen to it. You know, there's other music you can listen to. You can go listen to the Slippery record again. You know, there's songs that I don't like, you know, but that's that's a discussion for another time, I guess. But you know, back back to back to Richie. Did you have any more to say? Uh, yeah, I mean, what do I have to say more about it? Um, for me, it was uh, I don't know exactly the reason. I I think nobody knows the reason exactly why he left. Um, I mean, the media told us, or or that's that's opinion. I have that he stated that he will have more time with his family because he spent the last 20 years at this point of time with Bon Jovi. Yeah, I, I mean, you don't know, you can't know exactly what was the reason, but um, uh, I, I really liked when they came back uh, together when they were inducted into the uh, Hall of Fame in uh, last year yeah it was great to um see them all together again i i was actually you know i i love richie and i'll get into my take on the whole richie and phil thing here in a second yeah. but when the rock and roll hall of fame started um i was actually more excited to see alec again with the band okay. yeah. because alec was the one i've never gotten to ever see live and yeah. uh, sadly yeah. i wasn't able to make it to the rock hall because i, I had to work and stuff but you know, I was looking forward to seeing Alec together again with the band. And, you know, as you can tell, he's got some health issues. And I think he only played for Living Our Prayer uh, during the band set on the Rock Hall. 
which yeah. So, but yeah, I was actually looking more forward to Alec than I was. I was looking forward to seeing Richie too, but it was yeah. cool to see Alec. Again. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Um, so my my take on the whole Richie thing was, um, I uh, obviously I've seen every single tour since I was eight years old. I've been a fan since I was eight years old. Yeah. Um, so obviously I've I loved Richie, and like you said too, you know back with Slippery and stuff, you know, when they were writing songs together, you know, Richie was a dynamic part of the band with his, you know, he's an incredible songwriter, he's an incredible vocalist, and obviously he's a hell of a guitar player. Yeah. Uh, and it, he is my second favorite guitar player now. Um, Phil's actually first, not just because of his part with Bon Jovi now, just because I just find Phil incredible. But anyway... You know, so growing up, I've always looked up to Richie, and and I've seen mm. him on every tour, and I, I think he's phenomenal, and I have huge respect and appreciation for him, and all that. Uh, obviously, in 2011, I saw a few shows with Richie. Um, mm. I was close to the stage twice, I think, out of like five shows that I saw on that tour. Okay. And, and uh, I remember the last show. I can't remember where. The last show I saw him was on that tour, but you could tell that he was. There was, um, I think he was drinking or something, because he just oh, really? wasn't, he wasn't there. And and the band has gone, you know, public about it. You know, he there was substance abuse of some sorts. Mm. Um, and that because that's when he went to rehab. Remember in 2011? Yeah. Because then I remember, and I was just like any other fan. I was worried about him and. You know, and then with this new guy coming to play guitar, I was like, oh, we don't want to replace Richie and blah, blah, blah. And then mm-hmm. the first show that Phil did, and it was like, I think it was like like a three or week's notice. Um, Phil got called in to do Jazz Fest, which was like an April show. And I think it was in between legs or during, I don't remember. But I remember watching the live, because they live streamed the Jazz Fest. Did you ever see that show? No, I didn't see oh, it. Oh, man. After this video, you've got to go on YouTube and type in Bon Jovi Jazz Fest 2011. Yeah. And that was the very first show Phil did with the band. Okay. And um, I remember watching the live stream of it on my computer. And yeah. I remember Phil coming out. And I thought he did a great job. I really did. I was like, this guy's pretty cool. And I was actually kind of, because I don't think they made the official announcement yet. Because they weren't sure when Richie was going to get out of, of rehab and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I hope um, Phil plays. Because I had like four more shows to go to after that. Yeah. Um, a couple of them were Ohio shows. I know that. And I remember I got to see Phil. for, And I was still antsy because like I didn't want Richie replaced. And I thought maybe this guy was replacing him. And I remember I had so much respect for Phil the first time I saw him live. I thought he was because he, he brought his own style and he still does. He brings out his own style and but he has to. Every musician has to. Oh, I yeah. mean, uh, yeah, because then it's if, if you don't do this, then uh, yeah, that that's uh, the nature of, of the musicians, I think. Yeah. And uh, so I was so excited to see Phil and, and I was glad I got to see Phil for a couple for a few shows that tour. Yeah, and then I remember 2013 started, and obviously Richie came back during the 2011 tour overseas. He went you know, to Europe and all that. So and he was good. 
and stuff like that. And then 2013 tour started, and I did a lot of shows on that. I think I did like like a total of 12 shows on that tour. But I remember the first leg, which was North America, I did one, two, three, four, six or seven shows. And there was a few, not and, and you know, I'm not trying to sound brag, braggish or anything like that. But I was close to the stage a few times, and there was good, there was good shows with Richie. And then I remember there were other shows that Richie was not on it. I remember I watched him do mistakes on some songs, and like, like with the talk box a couple of times. I mean, you know, it just wasn't Richie, you could tell. And I remember in between songs, I could see, you know, like you know when the lights go out and stuff, and you can still kind of see John and Richie and all of them. I remember mm-hmm. seeing John and Richie, and I remember. John giving him a walk quite a bit, like there was something going on, and okay, and uh, it was it was, you know, like you were kind of worried what was going on. But like I said, there were other shows too where he was just fine, and I didn't think anything of it. You know, I just thought, oh, maybe he's just having a bad day, or you know, or, or whatever. And and then the second leg started, like because they did a, like a three week break in between legs, and it was a continuation of the North American leg. And it was in Calgary, and I, I every show I always like. Um, what's what I'm looking for? Keep up to date with the, with stuff like that. And everyone was tweeting that there's no Richie, there's no Richie, there's no Richie. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, long story short, he didn't show up, and um, that kind of pissed me off. And that's where I kind of lost a lot of respect for Richie at the time, was the way he left, you know. Obviously, I think there's more to it than um, family, wanting to see his family and stuff, especially because of 2011 and 2008. Because even during 2008, he had to go to rehab before that tour. And I I say all of this out of love and appreciation for Richie because I'm still a fan of him. Um, I was pissed off with him on that tour. And I was so happy to see Phil. And and so... um, I got to see like five more shows with Phil and I was, I thought those five shows were better than the first leg that I saw with the seven shows, you know, seeing Phil just added so much energy. And then like, so after that tour, I was kind of hoping that, that Richie would come back. But at the same time too, I was like, you know, if Richie doesn't come back, Phil gets to stay. So I was happy either way. And uh, I think within the last few years, I've just had so much more appreciation for Phil because I was still, I've been mad at Richie for the last few years and just actually within the last year i've gotten back into uh richie's solo music and and now i'm at peace with it i really am you know i think a lot of fans are still mad there's some fans that are at peace like i am and still love his music still love his part of the band and 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 so forth you know like i was just listening to the rso album the other day and i just i just love it and i'm looking forward to his new solo album and I hope one day he comes back with the band. I really do. I hope that Richie will come back and make another album or tour. But I want Phil to stay in the band as well. Yeah, I, I hope I hope that there will be a, a reunion. Yeah, coming. My my thoughts are a farewell tour, you know, which I hopefully is a long time away. But um, I hope that. The last tour that they have Richie, they keep Phil, and they have Alec at least on yeah. some shows or for a couple of songs because I would love to see Alec and I think that'd be a great 
last tour. Like I said, hopefully that's way down the road. Um, but that would then, be awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and seeing Phil on these shows is so cool. You know, and I was so happy when he was listed as an official member because you know, like I said a little bit ago, he adds so much excitement. He has his own style. You know, it's not like he's just up there playing Richie's parts and done. You know, he. Like if you watch his Keep the Faith guitar solo, or Lay Your Hands on Me guitar solo, or Always, he adds his own special touch to it, you know. But he doesn't take away from the solo. And, and, yeah, uh, he, find, ever, he finds the right combination to, yeah, that to 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 fill in with with his style, but um, a little bit keep the original one. Yeah, you know, I don't know if you've ever met Phil. Have you? Uh, I met him uh, one year ago at a masterclass uh, at, a, at a trade fair here in Germany. Yeah. Uh, um, there I met him. Yeah. 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 See, I've met Phil a few times and he's always been so, and I'm speaking for other fans too that have met him. He's so genuine and kind and, and he knows his place in the band and he doesn't try to replace, he doesn't try to, was what I'm looking for. Be something that he's not. You know, he you know he he does a great job of what he does. And I don't know if you listen to his solo stuff. His solo stuff is great. The stupid good looking's album. I, I love that album. Yeah. But, um. So. Yeah, I, I can totally confirm this. Um, when when I met him in this masterclass, we were about uh, 15 people um, having uh, two time uh, two hours time with him, and we brought a. Uh, with us our guitars and he showed us some stuff and licks and uh yeah did a, he answered questions and all the stuff and he signed all uh, all materials we brought with us and yeah it's it's a great guy a great musician and, and yeah. i love his and it's yeah. all the so yeah. yeah that's that's why i say you know i hope with um when they do their last tour which is hopefully a long time from now I hope yeah. Richie will come back and collaborate on on a new album, and um, that he tours, Phil tours, Alec tours. I think that'd be uh, kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but so, other than that, um, I think I'll close the recording, and then you yeah. and I can chat for a few more minutes, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Uh, let, me, let me stop the recording. Okay. Uh, thanks. Want to thank everybody for uh, watching, and there'll be more videos. Thank you.